Hello, and welcome to the Madera Method Podcast. I am your host, Mrs. Valerie Shelton. I am the historical literacy teacher at Madera South High School. I am joined now by four of my students, Leslie, Juan, Octavio, and Kasner, who have been doing a lot of research on John Sutter, who you may or may not have heard of, but he's basically one of the founders of California as we know it. Um, his land over in the Sacramento area is, well, it's Sacramento, our capital. So he was pr a pretty big deal back during the time of the Mexican-American War. Um, one of the big movers and shakers, he had a lot of influence. Um, so I've asked these students to share some of their research. Um, uh, so without further ado, who is John Sutter and how did he come to California? What did he want to do here? Um, John Sutter was a criminal in Switzerland who escaped imprisonment. Um, he had a goal to come to California because he was uh, told to by, I think, another um, inmate. Hmm. Um, well, I don't know if I'm right or I kind of forgot. But uh, he was told about this, uh, this good placement of land that was over in California. But, you know, like, had like riches of soil or whatever. Like, his friend would, uh, what was it called? Hyped it up. And, like, mm. you know, uh, this spot in California. So that kind of persuaded him to, uh, you know, move to California to start a new life because he didn't have a really good life in Switzerland. You know, he uh, had family problems. His uh, business wasn't doing so well. So he just kind of wanted a fresh start. Hmm. All right. Yeah, so he had some issues with his mother-in-law, from what I understand, in Switzerland. Right, she didn't like that. He provided no money. Yeah, because he went bankrupt, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so that was part of the problem. So he left his wife, um, he came to the United States, and then I believe it was while he was in the United States, I think he was in the Midwest or somewhere else, and he heard about California. Oh, okay. And then he came, I think that's, I think that's how it, it went down. But yeah, he, he made it to California kind of a roundabout way. He heard about it from a friend. Um, so, what was he trying to prove in coming to California? I mean, he hears about this great land, so he's coming here and he's going to try. Obviously, he wants to live here, try to claim this land. Um, but what is he trying to prove, and what's he trying to do here? I think John Sutter was trying to prove that he could succeed in California because in his old life, he wasn't successful. He had always failed. He had been kicked out by his mother-in-law, had failing businesses, and he also did not have a good job. All right. Well, what kind of what kind of man was he like as far as his character? Do you think he was prideful, mean, unfair, or nice? Was he welcoming, trustworthy? And give me some examples of some of these characteristics that he had. Um, I would say John Sutter was a charismatic man. He was like uh, he was very how do you say it? Um, he could charm people like very quickly. Oh, like he was he could, yeah, yeah, like he could make friends quick, he could, like, no matter if it was like an enemy or something, he would you know, make friends pretty quick. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say he's very deceptive. He used a lot of people oh. to get his way. Really? What mm -hmm. do you mean by that one? So like, when he made his fort, New Helvetia, he used the Native Americans, basically. He used them so he could make uh, 
he he wasn't accommodating to them. He kind of he he used their labor and he exploited them. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of Native Americans living with him at Sutter's Fort when he started building that in the Sacramento area. Um, but he charmed them like like Kazner yeah, was yeah. saying. Yeah. I remember when he first came here and they were sailing down the, the river. The river. They were on the, the wrong one, yeah, right? At first, they were uh, he set up the wrong one, and so while they were sailing, uh, that was upright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sailing up the river, you know, they encountered some uh, um, Indians that didn't like him. So he like told his man to stand down. He went down there and talked with them. You know, next thing you know, they're all friends and everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. And then a lot of Indians came and ended up staying with him. But like you said, he was pretty much using them for, they, they built all his stuff for yeah, him. Right. And I don't know if they really got paid or if they were just like happy being there. <laughs> I don't, they don't really, we don't know their side of the story, but they stayed there. And I think they ended up fighting with was him it, also. Was anybody welcome in this fort as long as they like provided for The it, government? <laughs> Kinda. It seemed like it. Um, because, uh, like, later on in the story, didn't um, uh, people come down, like, to his fort? You know, he provided them with food and stuff, and he, he said you can pay for as long as you work for me. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, he had, there were a lot of people that were coming over um, on the trails, and they would land in Sutter's Fort because there was provisions there. He had a lot of oh, food right. and stuff, and... He welcomed everybody, and he's like, yeah, you can stay here if you, you know, as long as you need to. Um, but he had a little bit of a temper, I mean, because there was that one time that, I don't know if you guys remember reading about it in, in the research that you were doing, but I, re- I remember we found that there was some guy that was a friend that he wrote to that he told to come there, and he brought a whole bunch of people, but then he, he told the people that they could eat like whatever they they wanted of his prize like cattle but then they ended up killing like the the main like workhorse or the work right, right. Ca- uh, cow I didn't Have read you? about that what I think this when was, does this um, happen I don't know if it was a Sutter's fault or they went to someone else's uh, cause uh, I know there was two separate people it was either Sutter or some other uh, person that Bautista it was Bautista Marshall, Marshall. Hmm. Marsh? I don't, I don't know this thing. Marsh? I'm, I thought well, it was at Sutter's Fort. Well, all I that know is that, uh, he, I don't know if it was... Was it Dr. Marsh that yeah. killed... Was it him that came and then he killed that that um, that cow and he was mad? Sutter was kicked him out or something? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if it was Dr. Marsh, but I know somebody he... And I think the Bidwell like, party is staying there now. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, the Bidwell party. Because there two parties that traveled to California. Mm-hmm. The Bidwell was one party. Um, he was also um, welcome into part of the daughter party, too, mm-hmm. if you guys recall yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He actually, he found out about what was going on, and he sent some of, I think he sent some Indians to try to help him get out. They didn't all get out, obviously, but. No. <laughs> we know, we know that story. Everybody listening knows that story, but, yeah, he welcomed all those people that were coming over into California, and that was, like, the starting, starting point for them. And he made a lot of connections with Indians and other people. Um, but if you were, if you were Sutter, if you're in his shoes, and all these people are coming in, um, would you have done anything differently? Well, if I was in John Sh- Sutter's shoes, I would have probably got loyal people I trusted to work with me, 
because like his workers found gold and he told them not to tell anyone and they ended up telling people that they found gold. Ah, yeah, so that's, that's interesting. The first discovery of gold here in California was done on Sutter's property um, and he wanted to keep it hush-hush, right? And, but it, it ended up getting out eventually. People can't keep that to themselves. Um, <laughs> but with that being said about John Sutter, and his journeys and his actions, you know, throughout, you know, coming to California, establishing himself in California, making friends, all that. Um, is there any time throughout, you know, your reading and your research that you thought that John, John Sutter might have made, like, a wrong decision? Um, I think maybe there was a few times where he could have have avoided messes or situa situations like how he had built... Um, his fort and was angry at the fact that he thought no one would really mind it just like being there or about like the gold he had found he I'm guessing he thought like it would just stay like in between them two mm -hmm. but I think he could have been a little more ready skilled and consensuous about it all oh conscious about it yeah yeah for sure um yeah, and he borrowed a lot of money, too, from people. <laughs> um, I, I, when I talked to Brianna, she was talking about Larkin, and um, Larkin had a ton of money, and that was one of the people that Sutter borrowed from. He just borrowed this and borrowed that. Um, and that just wasn't generally done at the time, um, but he did it, and that's how he was able to build up his fort. But by being charming, like Kasner had said, and people were willing to like lend him stuff so he could build it up, and that's how he became... A powerful guy um, but why do you think other than his I guess personality why do you think people were so drawn to John Sutter what made him so worthy of all these folks willing to help him well he was just a confident guy whenever he went anywhere he tried he always went up to like the top dog the top person and try to convince them to help him in some way. Just like he did with his fort, he convinced the governor to give him land so he could start making his fort. So anywhere he went, he was he always trying to figure out who's in power and try to get to get something out of them, like anything, really. Mm -hmm. And he's, you mentioned that he was like deceptive, so yeah. kind of willing to do whatever it took to oh yeah there was many there's so many examples about him just just like like completely throwing away friendships because he didn't need them anymore oh can you share can you elaborate okay okay so one time when they were uh he was in the war with what's his name um during the mexican-american war one of his friends uh, was it Larkin? No. It was it was it his like issue with was it Bautista? Bautista, yeah. Like he was fighting someone, and his friends were trying to. He he tried to convince one of his friends to go fight with him, but he he didn't want to because he was gonna. It wasn't his fight. He didn't want to like betray the government, but. In the end, he convinced them, and he all of his his troops that he wanted, 
were being very like they weren't uh, it's, it's hard to remember everything. it's hard to remember no but they weren't they weren't following John Sutter they were following him uh, I wish I knew his name was it the Michael Turina? Michael Turina. No, it was the fight. It was the fight in 1946 or 1945. All right. So that, yeah, that's before the the real war. John broke Marsh. Up. There you go. Yeah. That was. Oh yeah, he yeah. had issues. He and Marsh had a fight. Yeah. Yeah, and he just completely like ruined their friendship <laughs> because like, of this war. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, there were there were a lot of things. He he eventually became a captain though, when there was an issue between Juan Alvarado, who gave him all that land, and he was the governor at the time. And then when he had stepped down as governor, or he was I don't know why he wasn't governor anymore, but they had a new guy in there named Michael Torrena, and then those two guys were like fighting it out, and then somehow Sutter became involved. Yeah. And he kind of, he has this way of trying to play both sides. It's like trying to stay as neutral as possible because, well, he is from Switzerland. I mean, let's yeah. be real. There's t- <laughs> that's what Switzerland's known for, um, being neutral. And, I mean, in this case, he ended up helping, um, he helped Michael Torrena, and he was a captain, and that he actually became a captain very, very briefly. And that didn't didn't really work out um Michael Torrena ended up going back to Mexico City and then Sutter was like arrested for a while yeah Um, he was arrested because John Marsh sided with the Mexicans and (laughs) kind of threw him in the dirt Mm. Mm because during the battle of Provincia he he wasn't really trying to fight the the Mexicans he kind of just gave up immediately mm. and then just threw John Sutter in the dirt because he didn't like him at all. Yeah, so John, yeah, that, that same battle, I think it is that same battle that John Marsh was with him and John Marsh and Sutter and all their troops went together and they were following Sutter at first and then there was this thing, they ran into the other, um, the other guys and they realized, oh, we're all like mostly Americans or foreigners, we're not Mexicans. And yeah. So the, these two Mexican governors or whatever are basically having us fight each other, and we don't want to do that. So they, they made a truce, and John, John Marsh is the one that came in and made the truce, and so they decided to follow him. He threw Sutter under the bus, um, and Sutter was arrested for that. Uh, he was eventually let out by the new governor, Pio Pico. Mm-hmm. He let him out. Um, but, yeah, that's – I remember it now. That's what happened. That's how John Marsh was involved. Um, so – pretty much ruined that friendship as you said um, and it was really yeah it was really uh, kind of a weird a weird situation um, but really interesting what about what about the gold what year did they find gold at Sutter's Fort who found it and why is it such a big part of California and the journey of John Sutter and the other characters we've been learning about okay so when they found gold in John Sutter's fort, it was around January 24th, 1848. And there was this man named James W. Marshall who found the gold. He found gold pieces in the water well, and he showed Sutter. And Sutter, as you said, he tried to 
keep it on the low, but someone talked, and then all of a sudden, it was a whole big deal, and the gold rush happened. So changed California forever. It, it did. So many people became millionaires, and it wasn't even because of the gold. It was because what they sold to the people who wanted to find gold. Oh, all the people on the journey. And yeah. Yeah, there weren't... When Sutter first came here, there were not a lot of people here um, other than Indians. Um, they had their own thing going on. Yeah. They were completely disrupted, and the gold rush was bad for the Indians. We, we can say that for sure. All the other people coming in did not like Indians. Um, but there were hardly any, even Mexicans here or any white people. So when Sutter came, that's why everybody went to Sutter's Fort, because this was like the only real place to go when people came here. And now that gold's found, okay, now everybody's coming in, and they found gold even in more places after that. And it really kind of sucked for Mexico because it was right after, right after um, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo when Mexico finally agreed to sell California and a bunch of other land to the United States. And it's like, oh, now there's gold and the United States made its money back and then some. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but, I mean, speaking of the United States and California, I mean, John Sutter was, he was from Switzerland. He wasn't, he wasn't American, but no. he ended up wanting the United States to get California, and he was on that side of that, that war. Um, but why? Even though he wasn't from the United States, what made him decide, yeah, I want the United States to be in control? So Sutter was escaping financial issues from back in Switzerland. So when he left his family to flee here um, and he got here, he got the land near or from Sacramento River. And I think what made him stand by his answer is that he was worried about possibly losing land So connections. So the selfish motive, even though the land was given to him by the Mexican government. He still thought he would lose it or he just thought because so many Americans that were coming in liked him that he would just be able to keep it. Maybe. Yeah. He thought maybe he would be hated or something. Hmm. Interesting. I think, I mean, we you can look at the research and you've done it a lot and we go back and forth and looking at um, Irving Stone's book and, and all he says, it seems like Sutter was like so wishy-washy a lot of times. Um, but maybe at the end he just saw that the United States was going to win. And Sutter seemed to want to be on the side of whoever is going to win. Yeah, he plays both sides. So whoever wins, he always comes out on top. Yeah, that was that's Sutter. And he did. I mean, there's, there's schools in the Central Valley that are named after him. And I'm sure there's monuments in Sacramento and, and all kinds of stuff since that's where all that, that land was. Um, is there anything else you guys can think of to share about John Sutter? Yeah, so during the gold rush, John Sutter, he basically lost almost everything. Whoa, wow. So, so people came to his fort and basically overran it. They destroyed completely everything and they left them in the dirt. So eventually everything came all crashing down to John Sutter. Wow, but he's still remembered as being quite an influential man. Yeah. Because I, when I was doing the research, I heard that 
John Sutter lost everything but his son, a completely different story. And mm. he was a better person than he was. Was it his son that he had here or back in Switzerland? Uh, I'm not sure, but it was the exact same name, John Augustus, but it was, he was a junior. Hmm. Well, the sins of the father didn't follow the son. I mean, it's it's quite possible that they retroactively, you know, recognized John Sutter for his contributions or it was his land, so they gave him a cut of the gold or whatever it was. Um, it's probably one of his children from Switzerland, although it's possible he had some here. He had some Indian um, wives, I guess, <laughs> you could mm -hmm. say. Um, but yeah, th that's really interesting that he he lost everything after all that. He ha he gained everything and then he lost everything and then. But his his kids were able to inherit and still keep. Things no, going. They, I don't think they inherit. They, they inherited like on one thing. <laughs> but then he had to give it away because he John Sutter was in so much debt at the yeah. end of his life. So. At the end, he had to give away new Helveta, so, so to pay the debt. Was, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. But his son still is self-made guy. Mm-hmm. Still made it up there, and no doubt because of the connections though that his dad had made, and he probably had the same kind of charisma. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. Very very interesting. Any other thoughts, you guys? No. Well. Thank you guys for joining me and telling us a little bit more about John Sutter. Uh, he's a pretty interesting guy. There's a lot of information out there about him. Um, I'm sure if you go up to Sacramento, there's some museums or something up there that has all kinds of information about John Sutter. So if you're interested, listeners, then check him out more. Um, and of course, we will publish a book eventually and there will be a lot of information about John Sutter in there. So thank you guys. Um, Signing off for the Madeira Method podcast.